Hey there, and welcome to I Can, I Am, I Will, the world's number one podcast for confidence and self-empowerment. This is our 18th episode in our 100 podcast in 100 days series, and I am super excited for two reasons. Number one, because we are moving along and learning confidence and building confidence together, and I love that. And number two, because when we get to our 25th episode, I am treating myself to some chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) I'm so close. Seven episodes away. (laughs) My name is Lindsay, I'm your confidence coach, and here together we are discussing how you can build your authentic confidence so you can have confidence within. You have it already and we are just tapping it to bring it out so you can have a life that you will love, an authentic life where you will take healthy risks and live to your true abilities. Yay! Today we are going to talk about limiting beliefs. And we talked about limiting beliefs in the past three episodes. So if you want to hear more about limiting beliefs after this episode, feel free to go check those out if you haven't already. Before we begin, I would ask you to please like, comment, share, leave good reviews, all of that good stuff. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I also have a Patreon. The link will be in the description. Thank you so much. I appreciate any and all support. So yesterday we talked about a quote, blood is thicker than water and how it is misrepresented and how that can really limit us. It is a limiting belief. And today I want to talk about another limiting belief and how it is intertwined into our society and our culture, really our world. And I feel like it is really, it's bringing down humankind as a species altogether And that belief is that emotions are weakness. Now, with limiting beliefs, something that's really important to understand is that they don't always come out as the belief itself. So emotions are a sign of weakness is a belief, but it can manifest in different ways. For instance, the idea of like boys don't cry or the idea that we can't be vulnerable in front of other people or how we can feel uncomfortable showing our emotions in front of other people. So while you may not necessarily think emotions are a sign of weakness, you could be acting from that belief without even really noticing it. And it's very important that we focus on this because emotions are a part of who we are. We are human, we have emotions, and we have feelings. Which, when you think about it, If someone says like emotions are weakness and human beings have emotions inherently within them, like every single one, every single solitary one, then they're also saying human beings are weak. So if someone's saying that every single thing of one thing is a certain characteristic, like every single human being is weak, well, then we would just need to change where we're coming from, (laughs) like change our idea of humanness then. Or we would have to accept that humanness is weakness, but we're all feeling it together. Like you can't just ignore your emotions and then think that makes you strong. That's not how it works. So anyone who thinks that emotions are weakness, they're really taking away from who they naturally are. And I talk about that with confidence 
that we have confidence inherently within us because you do, each and every one of us, we have confidence within us and we get pushed away from our natural being. We move away from that. And when we move away from that, we move away from that confident place. It's the same with emotions. When we move away from our emotions, we move away from who we are, our natural being. And all that time that we spend trying to hide our emotions because we think that they are weak, all of that time is like wasted time because you're not going to be able to run from your emotions or hide them for long. They are going to come out. And it can come out as coping mechanisms, as drinking or playing video games or ignoring a situation or the dumb limiting quote, you know, get under someone, take it over someone else. You're only pushing that emotion down, but the emotion isn't going away. It's still there. And that is going to hold you down. That is limiting you when you're trying to achieve your goals, everything. And another thing that we should discuss here is emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence is the number one determinant of success. There are a lot of benefits. People with emotional intelligence are considered better leaders. They make somewhere around like 30000 more a year than their lower EQ counterparts. They have better relationships. They're better at achieving their goals. They have grit and resiliency. Emotional intelligence is no joke. Employers are now looking for it. But when you have emotional intelligence, when you want to build emotional intelligence, and the good news, the great news, is that you can build your emotional intelligence If you want to build it, you're going to have to get over the idea or work through, rather, work through the idea that emotions are weakness and work through all of the beliefs that you have that are connected to that idea because there are a lot of beliefs that go with it. People try to weaponize emotions. You see it a lot on social media. People try and weaponize, like, oh, look, you got upset, or oh, don't get triggered, or whatever people say. They try and weaponize emotions, but we need to not weaponize emotions, and we need to be comfortable with our emotions because our emotions are us. They are who we are. It's part of who we are. And really, when you work through your emotions, then they're not as strong. And emotional intelligence is the acknowledgement, awareness, and management of emotions. When you are aware of your emotions, they aren't as strong because you work through them. And also you are able to manage them better. And when you are able to manage your emotions better, then you will drive better behaviors. You are coming from a place where you are focused on your goals and your behaviors are intentional. And your behaviors are what really lead to your results. And that's why it's so important for us to identify and understand these limiting beliefs and where they come from and how we can stop them and why we need to. So I gave you the why and I gave you the what. And now I ask that you think about it for your life. Do some reflection in your life. How are you limiting yourself? How are you thinking that emotions are weakness? Because they are not. And as someone who thought that emotions were weakness, who went through a very long process of finding out who I was and being comfortable with my emotions, 
I can tell you right now that acknowledging your emotions, that is strength. It is the opposite of weakness. It's hard. It's very hard. And one of the hardest things for me was understanding that anger was a secondary emotion to sadness. Because in our society, people think that emotions are weakness, but for some reason, the emotion of anger kind of scoots by. And if someone's angry, they look empowered and confident for some reason, (laughs) even though that is an emotion. And I learned that anger is actually a secondary emotion to sadness. So a lot of times I was angry and really I wasn't angry. I was sad, but I chose to be angry because that was an empowering emotion And I felt empowered, but really my true power came from when I acknowledged that I was sad and why I was sad. And then I was able to better manage my emotions and to move forward and to accomplish my goals. This stuff is not easy and it's going to be very difficult on you if you feel that showing emotion is weakness. And I don't blame you for feeling that way. We are taught that way. We are trained that way. But if we want to rise to a higher level of consciousness, if we want to build this confidence that is our birthright, we really, really need to change that perspective. And that is what I have for you today. I hope that it was helpful and not too confusing. We are going to end with our I-affirming statements. Are you ready? I can. I am. I will. Have a great day.